0: brennan with me is always my co-host
1: the man that genetics forgot rian i am slightly at a different angle in my room today because it, the sun is beating in the window and i uh, you basically can't see me if i turn this way um it's october it was freezing yesterday but it's really warm today so yeah you're you global warming
0: nice um it's a bank holiday monday as well so happy days on that um yeah happy I I a big question on everyone's lips have you seen squid game
1: no, um I genuinely like I've heard I've heard so many good things about it, but I just haven't found myself any time to watch anything on Net- Netflix yeah. Rated at the moment. Um, just assignments and stuff like and other things. I'm in my nada tonight and i have nothing to do, so I might like check out the first episode. It, there you go. There you go. It doesn't. Um but no, um school game is nice, as Toby said. Um Kieran, your general thoughts about it I mean, I don't know if there's anyone here who might well, you know, out of respect for the the bots that might be in here, um, without spoiling, is there any general thoughts on it?
0: It's a good show, it's pretty good, it's not it's one of those shows that I think like no one would ever think it's overrated but it's also, ne- it shouldn't be someone's favourite show, you know, everyone I know has been like, you know, it's not a five star <coughs> show, but it's really great, you know I, I, I think that's my opinion of it
1: So Kieran, the most important question is are you looking forward to the shitty American remake? <laughs>
0: um
1: here and just coughed and
0: yeah i did i muted myself mid-cough
1: <laughs> as well um but the shitty american remake is coming definitely or, or like an or somewhere is going to make a shitty remake
0: i'm sure something will but at the same time it's also like one of the first big foreign things that's really 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 broken mm. into the mainstream so i don't think you would need a remake mm. in america which is awesome i think this lately anyway this um money heist and parasite are like foreign things that have broken into the western mainstream which is so cool to see
1: yeah i hate to be that guy who's like oh that guy only reads stuff through instagram but the fucking story of the guy who made it is pretty cool like yeah he, and, he was um, pitching it for
0: like 10 years or something and then he, he
1: finally gets it made because netflix
0: will make anything and now it's the biggest show netflix have ever made which is
1: yeah you had to sell it you had to sell his laptop and stuff um but um, I wonder if people like making those, like making these, because clearly he he believes in himself. <laughs> well, could you imagine making something and like having the confidence think, "Oh yeah, this is gonna blow up Netflix and be like the most, the most like like uh, most popular thing on Netflix of all time." Like, geez, I don't think any. It's it it is crazy, and it's really cool to see because um, no, yeah, like uh, people going from like the rags to riches stories are always ones that grab you. Um. Yeah. And, yeah, no, he, he definitely is set for life now. Um, I really
0: want to watch Train to Busan.
1: I haven't yeah. had the time yet.
0: Oh, it's Halloween now. I should probably watch it. It's a zombie movie. I fucking adore zombie movies.
1: Mm. So uh, that's non-re- non-wrestling. Ch- is there anything else in the non-wrestling world? that? Uh, well, There's the Alex
0: Baldwin stuff, but it's not as fun as Squid Game. I think that's yeah. also the big story of the week. Yeah,
1: that was a big story going around. Um. Yeah, that's... That, there's... There's a lot of people to blame for that, it seems, from the outside. Um, Props teams, uh, Baldwin, Bone himself is probably distraught. He doesn't seem like the, I mean, from the outside, he doesn't seem like the worst kind of guy in the world. Um, he
0: seems all right, generally.
1: Yeah. Um, I I fully believe that it was completely unintentional. Um, And, like, it's just one of those really bad accidents that's just going to, it's one of them. Is going to, there's gonna. It's gonna be like a continuing story. We learn about this in journalism, where it's like a continuing story. Um, this one's gonna go on for a, a, a while. Um, yeah. It's gonna keep rolling. It's gonna keep new information coming out. There'll definitely um, be like
0: an investigation into it. Yeah, what?
1: there'll be an investigation. There'll probably be a lawsuit from victims and stuff because the raw emotion of it, like, um, lends itself to kind of immediate action. So I'm assuming there's gonna be some some concert yeah. a lot of controversy over and fair enough if it highlights the need to for more like safety on set then yeah fair enough because um i don't know if there's ever been any past experiences of this in movies but like this one I, i've never heard a story like this unless i'm wrong and there's other stories i don't know if you there's know a of
0: handful of other ones yeah but this seems like the most it, this is like a big
1: name actor mm. who's you know yeah at the front of it you know yeah. Um, obviously, a when One similar thing happened on the set of The Crow. I'm not familiar with that story. I'm not sure if Kieran's familiar with that story, but yeah, um, if you can provide context in the shot. But um, obviously, something happened. Another another misfire. But um, yeah. Um, those are the two non-wrest non-wrestling stories. Um, one very very happy and one not so. Yeah. But um, I guess that sums up wrestling news these days. Um, but uh. I think we're gonna do our big main news news story because there's a lot oh. to a lot of fat to chew through in, in this story. Here we go. Um Charlotte Fair and Becky Lynchkirn.
0: Yes. The fuck. best
1: friends, right? We're talking about how good friends they are. Yeah. Um Jesus, like fuck. Uh, this blew up on uh, Friday night. So um, out of nowhere. Report. It it really is yeah. like I don't know.
0: I didn't I'll see re- this I'll, coming ever.
1: Yeah, I'll read the original report from Mike Johnson, the PW Insider who reported on Friday night or Saturday morning. So we we woke up to this. There was a backstage conversation with Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair following last night's Friday Night SmackDown in Wichita, Kansas. PW Insiders confirmed multiple sources. We were told the issue arose that Charlotte Flair was said to voice concerns with WWE after, um, before WWE went on the air, concerned about the championship exchange that featured Becky Ch- training her SmackDown title for Flair's Raw title. We were told by several privy to the situation that Flair was voicing that she didn't want to look weak, nor did she want her tight reign to look weak during the segment. Despite those concerns, the same went on as planned to close SmackDown. During the exchange, there's a moment where Flair was handing the be- was meant to hand the belt to Becky when instead pulled away and threw it on the map. Um which is not the way the exchange was set up. Sonny Deville demanded Flair retrieve the belt and hand it to her, which Flair did. DeVille then asked for Becky's title, instead Lynch threw the title of Flair, which is also not part of the plan. Becky throwing the belt wasn't planned, but um there's an update. Becky throwing the belt wasn't planned, but now we are told that it was, but that it happened differently than originally planned after Flair dropped the belt. Um, Flair picked up the smackdown belt and did mic work to set Sasha Banks coming out, which did put her segment back on track. With then Lynch leaving, saying, I'll see you guys at Survivor Series who so are wins. Um after Flair and Banks had their physical confrontation, Flair went to the back. At that point, Flair um, had a confrontation with Lynch over allegedly disrespecting uh, Flair, allegedly disrespecting Lynch by trying to make her look bad as one source stayed during the segment. And there were loud words between the two, and then there was a further report. That reported that Child Flair was escorted out of the building by security and left to Orlando to be with Andrade at AEW. Now, Kieran, there's a lot of stuff to get through here. Yes. Um. First of all, for for your sake, um, it made Sonya Deville look really really bad. Um. Uh. That's the first. Thing she I was kind of, in an
0: awkward situation. Yeah. Like
1: know. as much as she was in a really high profile segment, and she looks fantastic, and she I really do like the Sonya Deville. I think if they blurred the lines between her out of ring character and her own ring car- like as i've said before the suit and then like the mma stuff could be a fucking really hit the goal for sonny but she looked she did not look great here and it was just by proxy of being involved in the segment um yeah. two big egos i think it is kieran um we've kind of our kind of wrestling fandom has kind of mirrored their rise if you get me like we started mm-hmm. watching wrestling when they were just starting off and obviously we've seen the rise of becky lynch so, like the main many main event and obviously charlotte flair speaks for herself but uh as, as you as we've seen in in life in general when people get famous um they have an ego and yeah. uh if their ego isn't satisfied then shit like this happens so what were your thoughts when you uh, i've rambled on well enough here what were your thoughts when you um first saw this and then when the information started coming out because it's um we hear about backstage confrontation but like um I, first of all they, they should never swap belts personally that's my that's my opinion but um yeah what are your thoughts Well, the swapping belts thing—I think some people are mad about it.
0: Just the concept of it. Personally, don't really care. I think it's fine. It's a—it's a quick, easy, cheap segment to plug a match that'll happen in a couple months in Survivor Series, though maybe not anymore. Who knows? Um, I don't know. It seems I don't. It's—it's kind of the whole segment is really weird because the idea we've been told is that Becky was supposed to get the championship off Charlotte and then do a bit of Becky two belt stuff.
1: Yeah, for two but, seconds and then give the yeah, belt over.
0: But then when Charlotte gave the belt to Sonia, Sonia didn't immediately give it to Becky to do that thing, which is really weird to me. That makes me feel like there's more to it. I don't know. Maybe there's not. Maybe it was just that Sonia was like, oh, shit, let's just get out of here as soon as we can, type thing. But I, I don't know what to make of that.
1: Yeah, I don't think – and you wouldn't – we were discussing this, but I, I say you wouldn't swap your – you wouldn't have Lesnar and Reigns swapping – or Reigns and Big E swapping belts. Um. I don't know how you do it. Maybe just have like title changes go on, and um, maybe that just even cheapens it even more. That
0: would, yeah, I'd hate that.
1: Or just have—I understand that they wanted specific wrestlers on specific brands, and that's completely fine. But just there's a better way to do. This. If you know how far in advance you're going to do this draft, make sure you have the champions on the right brand. Um, I know the tag titles were swapped, but like WWE couldn't give less of a shit about their tag titles if they tried. Um, but yeah. Um, very very strange. Um, anything else? There was a follow up report. Um, yeah, um, yeah. Flair is weird. Flair said that they tried to make her look bad. I didn't really see that to be honest. Not at all. Um, I the didn't thing see that anything. made her look
0: bad. Was claiming that she fucking accidentally dropped the title on the ground.
1: Yeah. Um. The strain uh, talksport reports that there was a strain relationship between Charlotte and Becky began when pl- Becky called Charlotte plastic in a promo. Um, speaking to Renee Paquette during SummerSlam weekend on her podcast, very good podcast as we said all the time. Charlotte admitted she and Becky were not as close as they once were, and um, she reportedly didn't talk to Vince and was escorted out by security. That was a later report here. Um, hmm. Now we, I, I'm going to put this question to you. A couple of months ago, we would have said. Yeah, Flair's WWE lifer. Um, after obviously Andrade tweeted "fuck WWE" um, after this happened as well. Uh, maybe that was because him and Pac had an amazing match on Rampage. But I'm assuming <coughs> I, that would
0: be a massive, massive coincidence. But yeah,
1: yeah. Um, but he did fair enough to him. Like he didn't follow his performance. We'll talk about him in a bit. He's done some good stuff. But yeah, um, Flair's status with WWE is not as uh, watertight as it once was. I don't think
0: which is really 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 weird they've put so much stock in her they have given her so many title reigns she's main event in wrestlemania it would be insane if she ever left Mm. it would be baffling i i don't know what to make of it and for someone who's like been booked whether whether you like her or not they have booked her so strong and so consistently for years now if she ever left it would be insane Mm.
1: Yeah, Toby. Toby's obviously in, in in jest here, but he he has a good point here. How much power does Charlotte Flair have over WWE? Because, like, if you lose Charlotte, you've got Becky and Sasha and maybe Bailey. And like, no offense, to her, like there's a lot of good women's wrestlers there. But in terms of how you book people and in WWE's world, they've made their own bed with this. The way they book their women's stars. If Charlotte leaves, you lose one of your raid we're going to talk ratings draws in mm. in their company and that's just a fact because um their booking has gotten so convoluted that I don't think the women that they have on their roster right now can be built up to that position because they have because of how they booked them beforehand like you might get a flash in the pan like a Becky again but um you can't exactly like this sounds terrible. You can't exactly like put like Naomi in the main event. In fact, people to think that she's a big, as big a deal as Charlotte based on the booking that they've done in the last year or two. So if you lose Charlotte, then you really are in trouble. Yeah. Um, it, especially it if she is, shows up in AEW. I don't think
0: she'll leave, personally. I think that would I, be insane. They'll um, throw a lot
1: of money on her. They'll throw a shit ton of money on that her. That as well, yeah. Um, but, fuck me.
0: but if she did do like a... oh, Who, who was it? that Britt Baker-style showing up on the crowd. Or a brief yeah. shot, you know
1: that would be co- kind of cool. That would be, be nice. That, tease. that would be funny. Um, but yeah, there's nothing really else to discuss. But this is there really um, there'll be ongoing developments. Obviously, I'd say this will keep going. Um, it just it, it, it made them. It was very very awkward. I don't really have edited out the Flair and um, Lynch segment on SmackDown. It just starts with the Sasha Banks stuff. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm let's yeah, that's the part they, that
0: kind of made me go like, oh, this this isn't a shoot, definitely because I wasn't sure for a while.
1: Yeah, now they could. I mean, you can turn a positive negative into a positive, and well, they will try and turn this into like their Survivor Series feud, guaranteed, mm-hmm. guaranteed. And all the WWE kind of stands or marks will be like, ah, Vince played you guys again, and it's like, oh, for fuck's sake, lads, <laughs> fuck's sake. Um, but um, yeah, uh. Listen, maybe happy accidents, it might... I mean, I won't be as fully invested in it, but maybe it might build a good story. But the, it remains to be seen. But it it's kind of... It's its known that they have extreme heat. And it's not the first time this year that Charlotte Flair has gone into a shoot argument with someone because she nearly beat the shit out of Nia Jax. Um, I say put Becky Lynch and Charlotte in the fight pick here. And have them go MMA. Um, yeah. To beat, go for uh, beat against, the, man. Beat the, beat the heads off each other. Um... But yeah, um, quickly over to New Japan, just for a few kind of uh, moments here. Um, two things happened on the G1 Climax show that were of note. Um, Zack Sabre Jr. came out to the ring in his full white gear. And it was announced that there was going to be a special attraction um, grappling match. And his opponent wrestling for the first time in a long time, the <laughs> year I can't remember, it was Katsuyura Shibata. If you remember correct, Shibata was the guy who got uh who um got a hematoma in the middle of a match after a headbutt back in New Japan back in the day, and was uh, famous scene where he uh where Charlotte a real shooter like Aaron Anderson, yeah we'll get on to Aaron in a minute, um <laughs> but now Shibata famous for having to retire from wrestling after um a headbutt to Okada made a uh, I think it might have been Okada, um had blood trickling down his head and he had to retire due to subsequent brain injuries he had returned for a five minute grappling match got on the mic and said the next time i fight will be in an actual wrestling match so it was basically an exhibition but he said he will be back which is huge for those who don't know katsuyori shibata is he is one of the widely known favorite um new japan wrestlers of a lot of people favorite wrestlers some of the fant- most fantastic matches uh, you'll ever see him and ishii from the g1 a couple of years ago um, is fantastic. I wouldn't be the best person to talk about it, but all I want to say is him and Brian Danielson would be absolutely beautiful. Um, but yeah, and then also uh, some sad news. In the main event, it was uh, the final of the G1, Ibushi versus Okada. Um, 26 minutes in, the New Japan finals usually go about 35-36 30, for context. Mm-hmm. So about 20, 25 minutes in, Ibushi went for a Phoenix splash, and he landed straight on his arm um Okada was ruled the winner by a um basically called off the match. Ibushi uh it looks like he broke his wrist and separated his shoulder. Ooh. Um which looks like a very serious and unfortunate in this like in the year that Ibushi's had, he had pneumonia after having COVID, if you remember correctly, Carolyn, or we, we call yeah. that maybe. And then uh this has happened, so he's gonna be out for a good while. Okada's your winner of the G one. I think he was planned to be the winner, um, and now he claims he's the real champion. So now we have in New Japan, because Gato can't book, we have Will Ospreay, who was the champion, but then had to leave the country, so they vacate the title. But he still has a belt and thinks he's the real champion. We have Shingo, who won the belt, and now we have Okada, who's brought back the old belt. New Japan is fucked. Um, but yeah, uh, so that's what's going on, building into wrestling. Them, but we hope Ibushi gets better soon, um, because I'd love to see him confront Kenny Omega at some point. But um, mm-hmm. him getting his separated shoulder sounds horrible. Um, but yeah, no, uh, it's not really a surprise the way Ibushi wrestles, um, that he it's, it's surprising that he hasn't had more injuries, but yeah, that's the new Japan news, um, but yeah, and then we'll end it on uh, Jim Ross, here. Um, Jim Ross announced, uh, on Twitter before uh Dynamite this week that uh, he uh, he was easy, he announced that he was going for a scan, but then he announced afterwards that uh, he's been diagnosed with skin cancer and he's under, gonna start treatment very soon. Yeah, really sad news, very um. Soon. A Really nasty cut on his ankle, but um, listen, I um, he's been he was a really big name that AW signed and he's done some amazing work. Um, obviously, um, he's gonna like to keep going with the, the commentary after getting a of skin cancer is a, is a testament to the, the profession he is carrying, really. To go mm. to like go so like, oh yeah, I've been I've had this big news and then to go to Dynamite and put in a performance like he did, yeah. No, it's so, uh, fair
0: play to him. He's, he's, yeah. Know, and, he's, and he's, sure. As much as like, you know, maybe you can argue that he hasn't been on top of his game for a long time. He'll probably yeah. always be remembered as one of if not the greatest commentators.
1: Yeah. And to, um, like, let's be, uh, as, uh, as we've heard from like the goings on behind the scenes and what dealing with like personal issues, I'm sure AW will like do everything to kind of give him as much as he can, as, as much help as he can to deal with this diagnosis and treatment. Um and they will like work around the schedule and help him with getting the best doctors and stuff. Even though he probably already knows the best doctors in the world, cause, um, he's Jr. But um, but yeah, no. Uh, hopefully that. Uh, hopefully we get a nice message to see that uh, he's beating the beating this beating the horrible disease very soon. Hmm. Um, but yeah. Um, that's it for the news. There was a good few bits more, but we're gonna skip on to talk about a bit of wrestling because um, I'm about to sneeze. He here goes. He here goes is he muted himself? I think he's plugged his mic out. I can't hear you, Irene. I just sneezed my oh. headphones off. Good, he's the gamer off. headset back in. Okay. I just sneezed my headset off. Uh, maybe that's cuz you are about to talk about Crown Jewel. Um at least I muted on time. But Kieran, uh it's time for you to take yes. over and we are going to discuss Super Saturday Media Crown Jewel 2021. Um yeah, let's start with some like overall thoughts. Uh set um crowd and then we'll get into the matches and we'll go through them. It's
0: probably the best Saudi show, right? Uh,
1: In ring quality. I'm going to keep like specifying what I mean when this. Because there's a lot of like... Well, started, well, I, I, has I there been a crown jewel
0: that's been a great story-wise? Or?
1: No, I just don't want to talk about these shows and use the word best. <laughs> that's totally uh, Yeah, set. that's fair. I don't know. I,
0: I genuinely did enjoy the show. I, think it's a, I thought it was a good show. The
1: most yeah, no. Um, There was some good in-ring stuff, um, but it's a very... Compared to what
0: what, what the Crown Jewels and... What was the first one called? Super Showdown, was it? Super Showdown, and
1: then, yeah. Yeah,
0: compared to what they used to be, this was an actual show. It was a a proper pay-per-view. Actually good matches, even if it was very clear that they were, like, you know, throwing all the big, big names in it, you know?
1: Yeah, 100%. I very much... Where is this? I'm trying to find the first match. Yeah, no, I am. Um, I I enjoyed some of the matches, but um, just it's 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 weird. It's hard. it takes you out of it sometimes when you're, when you're watching these shows. Um, I really really enjoyed Edge and Seth Rollins more than I should have. Um, after Sarah that was probably Sarah Rollins' best match in a long long time. Yes. Um, since uh, I want to say Lesner. since his
0: Lesnar one at Summerslam. Yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah but um. Yeah, uh, camels as well, plenty of camels, um, loads of camels, uh, but no, uh, let's get into the card, I think it's, we just we just mentioned it there, um, yeah, Rollins and Edge, what do you think? Fantastic match, really great, probably the best match of the night, I would say,
0: um, and the best sell match in a long time as well, I would bet.
1: Yeah, they used to start really well, um, the bump that I kind of, like the most was the Rollins bump through the table off the edge of the cell. I thought that was cool. Yeah. It's, um it's still insane
0: to me that Edge is actually good in the ring, like still. Yeah. He's put out probably what will be one of WWE's at least match of the year contenders.
1: Edge does the uh Edge does the um the I want to kill you and that's how I'm going to finish this match in a match really well. Intensity. Edge does mm. the just like his promos beforehand, even like, uh, t- I'm not fucking highlighting that latest comment from you, Toby. But yeah, um, but you yeah, know, um, Edge does the just the brutality and the kind of intensity better than anyone else. I don't think there's anyone who could deliver a promo and put the fear of God into someone than, than Edge. Um, I just hope this is the end of the feud and we can move on. It's a good oh, end to, to if you, the If it, this kept
0: going, I, uh, like ugh. I, you'd already, have, if this match wasn't good, you would already argue this is be going on way, way, way too long.
1: Yeah, um, but no, um, yeah, definitely, definitely a very, very good match, and let's hope it's the end because when you end things on a good note, people don't complain. But if fucking Seth Rollins comes out on SmackDown and challenges Edge to another match, and it's like, mm. fuck off. Um, but yeah, we've kind of like thing on that, like on Raw tonight, we have almost an AJ Styles versus uh Randy Orton and, and Riddle again. And it's just like fucking hell, is your tag division that thin that you have to do that match again? Um but anyway, yeah, really good match and uh a really, really good ending. Um But yeah, no, it was absolutely absolutely perfect. But then the next match um was kind of it was kind of one of them, like, just please the Saudis, I think, or please, like, the hometown crowd. It was uh, Mansoor defeating Mustafa Ali. It was actually a, something that had, like, proper storyline heat behind it. But, uh, yeah, I'll hand that over to you again, Kieran, for your talk.
0: Yeah, well, I guess that's, I suppose that's the big difference. Again, the big difference between this and a lot of the other Crown Jewels, it felt like every match actually had a purpose. And people have complained before, maybe not complained, or they've at least noticed that there is the trope of having Mansoor in particular. <clears throat> Who is, I believe, from Saudi Arabia, or at least of Saudi Arabian descent. Um he he just kind of shows up on the shows and wins a match, and there's never anything to it. But like you say, this one had at least a little bit more story to it, which yeah, is he, was nice. He, and it was a solid match.
1: He's on Raw now, so like there was a bit of storyline yeah. behind it. And they kind of built this match, um, built this match really well, like decently well. Um obviously they had the silver medalist from the Olympics come out at the end and kick um Ali in the head. Um but yeah no it was one of them kind of uh we forgot to talk about the pre show match but the Usos chant I found hilarious. Um I found that, that Usos some of the chants were Craig was a mm. bit more uh a bit more hyped up than usual. Um but yeah no uh we didn't get the Mansour promo, but we got a a Saudi um a Saudi legend and a Saudi hero kicking the head off uh, Ali to end it. But um yeah, solid match. Um not one I'd watch again, but um it was okay. Uh, Kieran, what was next? I think it was the raw tag team titles. You uh, yeah, it was RK Bro versus AJ Styles and almost.
0: This is fine. I, I'm not really into the AJ Styles and almost tag team anymore. I think they were supposed to be split in the draft, but it didn't happen, and I wish they did. Yeah, I, don't know. Um, I, I think the gimmick's kind of gone for me. He's tall.
1: Yeah, he's big. Uh, he's big. Um, but yeah, uh, Riddle doing the most stoner thing I've ever seen coming out on a camel. Um, sure. Listen, uh, there is a double. Like, there's a two things that I just heard, made me hard to watch this match. Obviously, Riddle, Matt Riddle himself, um, and uh, obviously just Saudi Arabia. Listen, it was okay. Um, but like, uh, I think Randy Orton and uh, well, AJ Styles more than Randy Orton, but they just all of these guys. Except for maybe Elmos, would be better off on their own and do better stuff on their own. Um, but yeah, that's that comes with it comes with the conversation of if they split them up, where the fuck are all the tag teams? Because they split up half. They split, I think they split up the wrong tag teams in the draft. Like it's just so stupid. Like, mm. um, but yeah, uh, it was what it was. But this feud needs to end. This is like the Usos versus the New Day. It's gone on far too long. Um, well, the Usos versus the New Day. That's never going to fucking end, man. No, it's never gonna end and it's gonna be entertaining at least. But uh yeah. yeah. So now um what was next? The Queen's Crown Finals, Kieran. Uh the total time for this tournament was nineteen minutes. This went about five. Um what did you think of the uh uh dew Zelina Vega? Um I didn't expect this to be like it was okay, but like Yeah. Um it fine. yeah, it was it was okay. I I I just wish I just wish for both of the people who won the the queen and the king would we'll get on to the king in a minute. I just wish they weren't in Saudi Arabia because, especially for the, the the men's one, I really, really, really was really happy for him. But it was very hard to be like have that proper moment. Would have been in Saudi Arabia, but um, yeah. Zelina winning is probably just a sorry for firing you, um, kind of thing. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, she feels really, a bit like that. Yeah, yeah, she's really, really good. I don't know how long the gimmick will last. Um. But yeah, what were your thoughts on it?
0: It was fine. Tournament was <laughs> underwhelming. Is this the first Queen's Crown tournament?
1: Yeah, it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Underwhelming. I don't know. They could have done a lot better. Um. Because tournaments are cool. Tournaments are great. WWE improved yeah. in the past, so they can book amazing tournaments. But I guess chose not to. Um.
1: Yeah, now Kieran.
0: It's a pity. It's a pity. Go on.
1: It, it is, yeah. Thoughts on the Goldberg. Tell me, tell me, tales about this match. <sighs> Look, it, it was there. There
0: was no holes barred.
1: False um, count anywhere. So.
0: Yeah, it was okay.
1: It. For no reason. For no reason. Better than the yeah. last one.
0: Yeah. I mean, no, there there's... was a
1: reason, wasn't there? Yeah, because he beat up his son, so he wants to like beat him up. Yeah, he beat up an underage kid. Fair yeah. lady, but actually... Um, but yeah, no, there was a weird moment on the pre show where they announced Reigns and Lesnar as a, a DQ, and then I think the writing team realized that the ending wouldn't work if it was no DQ. Did you see that? <laughs> yeah, it's funny. It was like, This is no DQ, and it was like, No, it's not anymore. We need we need the fucking ending, but anyway, um, that's happened before, hasn't it? With Reigns
0: and Lesnar, where they've been like, It's no DQ, and then changed their mind. I remember talking about his Triple H match at Mania so much, yeah, so weird. I, don't, I don't know, <laughs> but
1: um, but yeah, um. Goldberg's longest match since his return. Um his best performance since Mania 33 is stuff I'm reading here. Um yeah, sure. uh, he came in. I, with I don't the, know if that's
0: the highest, like he hasn't exactly been amazing since Mania 33.
1: Ca- yeah, he came in with like a leg injury apparently. Do you remember when he put out on Twitter or what he he put out being like, I won't be uh I uh I won't be um I won't be like at my best. Or something, huh? But uh, yeah, um, listen, I think Goldberg needs to cut his losses, do a couple of movies, do a panel show, and just get out of the ring while he can. Do a panel uh, show, I don't know anything, but him being in the ring would be better than what he's doing. Like, it's kind of like sad, it, it's like watching. It's like it's like watching like someone who just shouldn't be like like an like an old person is still doing the gardening when they just shouldn't be in the <laughs> just go in to watch TV and have a cup of tea Goldberg please
0: I, I feel like he should be in those the
1: Dolph Ziggler so, the Dolph
0: Ziggler segment he had ages ago at SummerSlam. It that was fantastic We're just every year more that. Z- every
1: year Ziggler comes out of was like Goldberg just yeah, every they... year one time a year he spears Ziggler that would be great but why
0: why are they giving him proper matches.
1: I, I don't know, he, he shouldn't have defeated defeat Bobby Lashley, and I'm not the biggest Lashley fan. I'm fine, what, Lashley won the
0: first one, didn't he? So I don't really mind.
1: Yeah, I don't know, Um there's big bumps. Uh, it was a train wreck, but an entertaining one. Um, yeah, for a Goldberg match, there's a ceiling. It was decent, yeah. Now, I would love, I listened to this speech afterwards, and I would love to wax lyrical about this and be have. But I wish it was in America or even England or whatever. Xavier Woods defeated your boy Kieran Finn Balor, in a really, really good match. And it's King Xavier Woods. And he was so, so happy. But it's just again, it's like I wish it was in America so I could cry with you um, Xavier. But uh, you know, um it was a like we know we how much the King uh, King in the Ring is meant to Xavier Woods if you listen to his podcast. But Kieran, um Xavier's completely underrated. So underrated as a singles wrestler in this show, here he is.
0: But I don't know, you know who I wanted to win this, reign. It's okay, you wanted, I'll be I okay. You wanted, I,
1: I know you wanted King Prince, but um, but yeah, um, I think I, I really do love Xavier. His coronation yeah. was really cool. Um, so yeah, I that was my, nice. I did like that. It yeah. was a good statement. Did you? I, I think Xavier stands out on his own as much as you could say, like Finn definitely carry no, no, you. Some people are like, oh, Finn definitely carried it. But I think Xavier was more in the hell zone against Finn Balor in that rinker. Oh, definitely, yeah.
0: He's, he's a solid wrestler who just, I guess, is never really appreciated, but whatever. Yeah.
1: Um, if you if you remember his TNA days, um, yeah, you'll remember that he's a very, very good singles wrestler. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, so congrats to King Woods. His speech afterwards was really emotional and uh all the credit to him. Um, Biggie versus Joe McIntyre. Um, really really good uh, but I don't know what it is with Drew McIntyre matches anymore but I just there's a mental block for me with Drew McIntyre and I think it's unfair to him because he's he's really really good at the start of his run when he beat Lesnar in the Royal Rumble was fantastic but when you're in the title picture so much I don't know what it is Karen. maybe you can put two and two together for me it just, I know this is a new feud and it's fresh and all that but when he's constantly in there will be a championship feud and then you take him out for like one feud and then put him back in it just it takes you completely out of like the storylines. I don't know. Yeah, maybe that's just me being maybe that's just me being harsh. But what, what were your thoughts on this? Because it was a really really was, good match.
0: Yeah, well that's it. It's a really good match. It's a big match though, and like I feel like it should have been built up to a bit more,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and maybe a, a, a different show. But I, I don't know. But it was a really good match. I think it's Drew's best match in a while as well. I think he's kind of struggled with having really good matches, and it's typical yeah. that the second he loses the belt starts having good matches, not the second, but you know what I mean.
1: Yeah, no, his um like I love Biggie and the fact that he was on that that Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder thing, calling out the people, and now he's like main event and where he's like semi main, like he's he's in one of the main events. Mm. He has the big belt. It's just really really cool to see, um, because the new day are just like I know someone who like is it is it just just watches AEW, um and they don't watch wwe anymore because of all the shit that goes on mm-hmm. but they're like the one thing the one wwe product i watch is the new day podcast they say because yeah. it's just them um, just like it's i i think the new day are the rawest and most like the most real closest to like real life um as as the wwe product gets like is in like they the, they're, they're the people who show them their most of their real life personalities on screen if you get me and i yeah, think yeah. that I think that helps us get really invested in it. Like Kofi Mania, you were literally with him every step of the way. Xavier Woods, you wanted him to do so well. And Big E winning all these belts and going on this run. You just loved every single minute of it. Mm. Um so yeah, no. Um I really hope Biggie gets a really good title reign. But uh when your roster is as thin as it is, um well Roz Raw's, Raw's title roster looks a bit better than SmackDowns, but um I, as, as you said, I wouldn't be blowing your load on Drew McIntyre's biggie too early when you've got like a couple of years of this before you do another draft. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now we move on to, uh, the triple threat for the SmackDown women's title, Becky Lynch versus Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Um, Sasha and Bianca, um, if there's anyone who was going to make the, having to like cover up, like look well, like Bianca doing her own like outfits and stuff like that looked really, really cool. So, uh, probably the best, um, the best way to kind of deal with having to like cover up, but um, really good match as well. Um, really, really, re- as you expect, three fantastic wrestlers. Um, would you put that where would you rank this in kind of like women's title matches? Because we've had a lot of like triple threats and really, really good triple threats. Where, where well, does rank I, I,
0: there's too many to just do
1: a ranking now, but it would definitely be in the upper echelon. I thought it was a fantastic match, yeah. Um, what's thinking Bianca Belair? Because this is her kind of first time being in there with like two people you consider like the corner post of like the women's division that she, uh. Did she hold up her her end of the bargain
0: in the the match? 100%. And I really, really hope they don't do the standard WWE thing of forgetting about the champion and just focusing on the same old people again. Because she's great. And it seems like they won't, I think. But she's fantastic. And I I think Charlotte even came out and said or there was a report that Charlotte initially wanted to drop her title to Bianca. Yeah. Which would be fantastic. And that's a
1: match I want to see, you know? Absolutely. Um, Really, really good. Um... Becky holding on to the ropes as well. Um further to find that heel turn. Um but yeah, um yeah, it was it was really like there, there was a couple of spots that were kind of um shaky, but as you'd expect in like a triple threat match. Um I'd say triple threat matches are a bitch to book. Um oh, man. The, I they, they just dead. they just sound like the fucking worst things in the world having to like work with like just having two you must you must have to have like eyes in the back of your head sometimes. Um mm. because fucking hell. Um but no, the ending was like really, really, really fast paced. Um I love when matches kick up into the next gear. It just really 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 get gets you really excited. Um but yeah, really, really good match. And now we get on to the main event Roman yes. Reigns versus he versus Babyface, onion bag hair, Brock Lesnar. Kieran, um I think this is. I'm going to go out on a limb and say, even though I don't watch it uh, religiously, I think this is the best work of Paul Heyman's career. Um, it's
0: definitely up there.
1: His it definitely is. His inner struggle, without even saying a fucking word, is amazing. Just Probably the belt in the image. middle of the ring was cool. Just his, yeah, that was a really good spot. So uh, you're a big fan of uh, you're more of a fan of Brock Lesnar than I am. Um, uh, they've had so many matches. What do you think of this match? Um, I, this very much seemed like the start of a feud. Um But yeah, um, yeah,
0: I'm I'm leaning more towards this is going to be the Mania feud instead of the Rock. Yeah, isn't it? It is, not its is not it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, hey, I told you, man. I I tried to warn everyone the Rock would never come back.
1: Um, to be fair, I, I was the one who said Lesnar's going to be a man, and you are like, no. But uh, <laughs> yeah, true. But want me uh, hoping.
0: This is probably their second best match, right? It's got
1: to be. Uh, the Bork Laser, yeah, the Bork Laser. Um, but yeah, um. Yeah, I, I, you would need to do a rewatch of them and kind of like get like as you said, it's very hard to rank. But uh, no. maybe a, I, I feel
0: like because obviously Mania thirty one that's the peak. Mania thirty four was pretty shit. Yeah. There was a couple SummerSlam ones, but none of them were particularly memorable. There was yeah. one. There was another one in Crown Jewel, the Steel
1: Cage one. That one was pretty shit. Yeah, um, like Paul Heyman was just like really, really good. And then obviously what happened on SmackDown was like a good after, good kind of follow-up mm-hmm. where Lesnar just annihilated Adam Pearce. Did you see that segment? It was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Where he has him in the corner and he's like, what did you say? <laughs> Lesnar speaking is hilarious. It's like, it's like, your voice does not match your body, mate. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, what did you say? And he's like, you're indefinitely suspended, and he just fucking annihilates him with an F five. It's fucking hilarious. Um, angry Brock is hilarious. Um, but yeah, uh, he annihilated everyone and uh, got suspended. I wonder if he's going to uphold that suspension, Kieran? Eh?
0: Uh don't okay. care. I don't know. I I have a funny feeling that suspension will last until January. Um,
1: but no, we'll he's see. A, he's going to come out in like an army truck or something bus through the door in like an ambulance. Um, yeah, they haven't ambulance. done so. They, they haven't done someone driving in in a, in a like an ambulance or a police car in a while. Um, yeah, they love doing like, that. Yeah, they love they love doing the whole. uh oh, he won't be here. He's a pussy. And then all of a sudden, you hear sirens and it's like <laughs> oh, shit. They <laughs> did
0: uh, that to to Moxie back in the day, didn't they? they yeah. M- well, it?
1: he came in on a. He came in. He went to New York and then came back with a hot dog cart, and then he came yeah. back in an ambulance one time. Um, wasn't there
0: one time where he was arrested by the police and then it was revealed that the police actually really liked him? So they brought him back or something. Yeah, he, 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 was, in the,
1: he was in the police hat and it was like, it's super wacky Dean Ambrose again. Um, but yeah, um, Moxley's my favorite wrestler in the world, I think. Well, like, yeah. him, and Hang, him and Hangman. We'll talk about Moxley in a bit, but Moxley is just so, so good. Um, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah, what do you think will happen on SmackDown? Uh, where do you see this kind of? Where do you see this feud kind of going towards Survivor Series and kind of? Obviously, we'll get Robin Reigns and Big E, but do you think Lesnar's going away? And how do you think they book the Royal Rumble to Mania with these two?
0: Um,
1: I think they will do whatever they always do with Lesnar, which is they'll
0: book it one month at a time, and then Reigns will have filler feuds until then.
1: Yeah, the Heyman arc is going to be interesting here. Yes, like very- I. I- I don't know where that's good.
0: Maybe it will be. Heyman realizes, like, oh, Roman's too evil. I have to, I have to get Brock back in the picture or some shit, you know, because he is yeah. clearly scared of Roman, and they have built that very clearly for a while.
1: I'd love and... to see. I'd love to see Heyman like sneaking off to, um, to uh, Lesnar's uh, ranch or something, huh. um, like That'd shit like fun. that. Like, like, like they catch <laughs> like, police, like police footage of like Heyman sneaking on a plane to. Where does he live again? Canada. What's it called? Um, it's a weird kind of state name in Canada. Lesnar lives on like a ranch where there's only like one phone and stuff. Um, uh, him and Sable, but no, just stuff like that. Like, get creative with it. Get like Lesnar. Get like Heyman being caught on the phone. Um, stick Heyman in a handicap match at the Usos. <laughs> Beat the information out of him. Where's Lesnar? Where is he? Where is he? Uh, yeah. But yeah, Lesnar's still getting pops. And that's what that's what managed to Vince. He always um, And, and Babyface Lesnar is interesting. So he's great. It, the fucking the cheeky bit where he
0: where where Roman was like, "You didn't even read the contract. Are you stupid?" And then Lesnar was like, "Roman, I read the contract this morning with my advocate Brock. No, Paul
1: Heyman. That was so cool. Do you remember when he signed it? And it was like Brock. <laughs> was like yeah, on, on the entire sheet. It was like sign on the line, Lesnar. Um." But, yeah, uh, really, really funny stuff. But, um, yeah, um, very, very solid. Was there anything else to talk about on the SmackDown? Um, was there anything else to talk about on SmackDown? SmackDown results. I just want to re my memory. I, I watched a bit of it. Um, there we are. SmackDown. As Woods' his coronation was decent. Um, the Roman, yeah, the Roman Roman... Uh, Opening promo when he's trying to go with Lesnar was quite good. Um, mm-hmm. Sammy Zayn looks like I mean, let, let's say Sammy Zane and Kevin Owens look like defeated men at the moment. Um, the hit row, hit row made their debut. Um, Rick Boogs is my favorite thing about WWE. Rick yeah. Boogs, Rick Boogs on, the, on the guitar with Shinsuke is hilarious. Um, but yeah, that's it for WWE land. Um Let's just talk about quickly about AEW and the charity controversy. It was, um, uh, so I'm gonna get the story up now. Um, I don't know if you heard about this, Kieran, but this was quite, quite an interesting, um, what's this? What did you say? So basically, um, AEW tweeted a couple of days ago, um, they sent out a tweet announcing the release of a new range of merchandise to coincide with Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Obviously, um, support breast cancer awareness. It's going on at the moment. Um, donate where you can and buy whatever, like the pink ribbons in the shops. We have pink ribbons in the shops. I don't know. I'm assuming Dunstore. I'm assuming wherever you work. I just said where you work. uh yeah. have them too. Um, buy those. I-, I bought a pink ribbon. Uh, you basically just pay into the. Uh, I think there's like 300 euro in our like, box. And you pay it and then it gets donated to the breast cancer awareness in ireland so definitely support that um but yeah the post said some of the proceeds from the sales would go to susan g common um for the cure breast cancer charity obviously susan g common has a long relationship with WE and uh, are a lot of controversy have you heard about the controversy with susan g common um
0: yeah unfortunately yeah
1: yeah where the concerns where the donations the charity actually end up and the levels of pay to high-ranking staff. Uh, CM Punk, who was who was very vocal about the, the partnership with Susan G. Coleman, tweeted, uh, like, basically tweeted, uh, like, out being like, why did you partner with them? Like, basically calling their AEW for partnering with <laughs> Susan G. Coleman, which is good. Really good to see. Uh, yes. Punk just well, it's like- been,
0: it's, this isn't, like, because they were with, they partnered with WWE for years and years and years. They still might. And people have called them out every year for it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I don't know why
0: re- AEW would go for this. It's insane. Yeah, so,
1: so no, but listen, Punk called them out, and um, Punk said we're working on it. We haven't addressed, it, but um, we are working on it. And now um, AEW, uh, then AEW announced that um, they're teaming up with uh, a breast cancer charity. And if you spend over forty euro, they took down the they took down the Susan G. Common post and the and the merchandise and they tweeted out if you pay 40 euro uh sorry if you pay 40 euro towards the breast cancer charity you're eligible for free tickets into the show at the weekend um, so they partnered with a different charity so a uh, story that started off quite rough uh, punk called them out they went backstage and worked on it and they announced a new partnership with the charity um which is great um because obviously um it's really good to see people like being called out on their bullshit and people taking on board and saying, sorry, we were wrong. Let's change. It's really nice. Very nice. Um, so yeah, that was the AEW story and that brings us nicely into a bit of dynamite. Uh, Kieran, Brian Danielson is a maniac. Yeah, he's the man, the man just keeps having amazing matches. The latest one being Brian Danielson versus Dustin Rhodes in the first round of the World Title Eliminator Tournament, the final of which will be a... Um, full gear on on November 13th, Saturday pay for you, Karen. Um Brian Danielson and Dustin Rhodes was fantastic. And Kieran, what do you think about Brian Danielson winning with a fourth different submission move in four in four fights? It's just beautiful to see. Bring yeah, it it's definitely
0: it definitely seems like it's gonna be his gimmick. And yeah, it makes
1: sense. And he was also uh they filmed the they filmed the dark tapings at the Orlando studio um starting last yesterday and today. And uh, Daniel Bry- Brian Danielson was there, and he fought like Aaron Solo and a couple of young lads. So that's great to see that he's going to like do AW Dark and Elevation and doing the tapings and working with some young people because that can only mean good for like their roster. Mm, definitely. Um And he's definitely going to be a booker. Like if he's not an agent, at some point, I'll be very surprised because Brian Danielson. So yeah, Brian Danielson won with uh, the guillotine. He made Rhodes pass out with a guillotine. Um. The first round of the TBS Women's t- t- uh, Tournament started. Penelope Ford defeating uh, D- Ruby Soho defeating Penelope Ford. Um, so that uh, that tournament's going to roll on into next year. Um, Bobby Fish beat Anthony Green. Um, and afterwards, uh, Fish went after Green again The show basically being like Fish basically turned heel and CM Punk made the save. Uh, Punk made the save. Um, and um, they're fighting on Wednesday. So I don't know, Punk is rumored to be fine. Wardlow at the pay-per-view, but if they said they get there, um Punk and Bobby Fish on Wednesday will be a good match. Um very much looking forward to it. It's Punk's first dynamite match. Um which is crazy. crazy that has that been yeah. Good. He's done Rampage, but he hasn't done dynamite. This is a bit of a scary moment. So the next round the next match in the world title eliminator tournament was Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer, the winner the winner facing Daniel Bryan. And uh, Archer went who. Daniel, sorry, oh fuck! Ooh, Brian, ooh, oh, I did ooh. it earlier as well. I know, man. Nice it's, so,
0: it. it's still so weird. It's still
1: like it's still just so.
0: Strange. It doesn't help that it's literally his name in reverse. So.
1: Yeah, Brian Danielson. Apologies, Brian. Um, Mr. Danielson, Brian. Um, but yeah, no. Um, Archer went for a moon salt and um, he landed like right on his face. Um, and it knocked him for a loop. Uh, the ref and the doctor checked on Archer and he rolled back into the ring. Kingston rolled him up for the win. So clearly Archer was just out of it. Um, it was a bit of a scary moment. He landed like right on his head. Um, he walked it back by his own accord and he tweeted out saying that he's okay, which is great. Uh, but I'd say he'll be off TV for a couple of weeks because that was a really nasty landing on his head. Um, so hopefully they take the proper concussion protocols. Um, yeah. Jungle Boy defeated Brandon Culler. And then he said he was still ready to go and called out any other member of the elite. Jungle Boy's building up ahead of Steam Cairn. He can actually cut a promo as well. And uh, after they put the Luchasaurus to a table last week, uh, nobody came out. So we locked Cutler in the snare trap again. Adam Cole came out and called Jungle Boy an embarrassment. And uh, Jungle Boy knocked him off the eight before the Young Bucks appeared behind him. Double super kick, uh, V trigger. And then they put him through a table on the stage. So uh, Jungle Boy's put the table on the stage. I think this is building the Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Young Bucks, Karen. And as someone who's just started watching at, at the pay-per-view, uh, AEW do their mid-card tag title feud, sorry, the mid-card tag feuds, like the ones under the tag, t- tag titles, very, very well. And uh, what do you think of a match between Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus versus the Young Bucks? I think it could be a very, very nice match.
0: I feel like I've seen it a million times, but go for it.
1: No, they actually haven't fought in the straight-up tag. Like, well, That's really they weird. In, they fought like in the early stages, but they've... Been in a mix of like four man and eight man, and right now, um, but this feud seems to be building between Cole and Jungle Boy as well, so very, very interesting. The Dark Order then cut a promo where they were like, uh, It's good that we're all back together, and Hangman came in and it was great. Hangman basically announced, um, the Dark Order announced they're going after the elite, so next week it's uh, the Dark Order, um, Stu Grace and uh, Evil Uno. John Silver and Ten versus uh, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks and because um, the Elite called him out earlier in the night, Adam Cole, the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Hangman came into the screen with a glass of whiskey in his hand and said, uh, you know, lads, uh, you're, next week is near Halloween and uh, you know the uh, the Elite are going to dress up, right? And Dark Order were like, yeah. And it was like, you're going to have to dress up too and outdo them. So we're getting, it looks like we're going to get a fancy dress eight-man tag um, where the Dark Order are going to be dressed up because obviously the Elite are going to come out with some basketball kind of reference or something. But uh, John Silver said, uh, uh, I'm going to... Maybe the John, Elite
0: will come out as like all the the Looney to the evil Looney Tunes in Space Jam or something. Yeah, maybe. They can have but, a big uh, basketball match.
1: John Silver said, uh, I'm, uh, I'm going to be Bambi, is what John Silver said. Yeah. Um, and uh, someone was like, oh, you've plenty of outfits in your closet, um, which was quite funny. But no, really wholesome promo. Brings Hangman back with the dark Order, Ties up a few loose ends. We'll get a big combination between Hangman and Kenny next week and then a massive contract signing. And hopefully, as I've said, I'll put my neck on the line, I think the pre-match promo for Hangman and Kenny at full gear could be, like the preview promo, could be Rock Austin mania level, I think, um, with the production that they have and the story they have behind it. Um I'm very much excited for that, Karen. Yeah, no, that sounds fun. I'm very much excited. Uh, and a Saturday pay for you. Let's go. And then you were talking about Cody Rhodes uh, last night and you, you were telling me you did you heard like mixed things about this. Um it'd be amazing to see when you look at it what you thought of it. But um really, really good, really, really good fast paced match. But I do get what you mean because there's a bit of convoluted storytelling going on. Um very you very won, strange. Didn't he? He did win, but it sucks. wasn't like a it wasn't like a burial because there's a lot of shenanigans and obviously Black's beaten them twice. Mm. Um, so um yeah, Cody keeps saying he's not a heel, but they had all the nightmare family at ringside. Um obviously yeah, I, th- pro- I
0: do think he's just oblivious, man.
1: Yeah, I, I think he's oblivious to it as well. I, I think yeah.
0: like we said well not like we said like I said last week, if they ever do lean into the Cody's a heel thing. It won't be of it won't be like something that they planned from the start. It will be like a oh, the crowd are booing us too much. We actually have to do it, you know. Let's say it was the plan.
1: Yeah. Um I don't know. Uh, basically on Friday, Aaron Anderson pointed the gun. Did you see that? And he pulled the trigger. And then Cody Rhodes came out to attack. Because Malachi Black and Andrade were going to attack Pac. Um so. Uh, towards the end of this match Andrade came out and pulled the gun and then Anderson planted Andrade's assistant with a spine buster. Uh Alistair Black took out Aaron Anderson and then Pack ran down to fight Andrade. Um Cody hit his finisher. Uh there was a diving foot stomp that looked brutal. Um Rhodes hit his finisher twice and then hit a tiger driver for the pin. Mm. Um so Rhodes wins with basically Rhodes hit two crossroads at a tiger driver, so it did protect my Malachi Black. But um, I saw on... I don't know if you saw this, Karen. There was a leaked AW card on Tony Khan's piece of paper. Yeah, we it got a, it, I think. Yeah, it had Cody versus Andrade or Miro. Miro's doing his... Miro's cutting these amazing problems, by the way, Kieran. Unreal. Uh, it looks like his next storyline is... Uh, Lana will return... Lana will debut when he gets his title back because he keeps talking about his wife being disappointed in him. Um, But, yeah... Um, I don't know. Is are we going to get Cody and Andrade? Pack is fantastic, by the way. The match he had on Friday was insane. Um, are we going We're not getting Cody and Black Four. I think we're going to be moving on to something like Cody and Andrade, and then Pack and Malachi Black somewhere down the line. Um, yeah. There's a lot of loose ends that need to be tied up, but I very much enjoyed it. And as Cody's team song says, there was a lot of adrenaline in my soul as I was watching this because it was really fast paced. There was a good ending. Um, and, you know, when storylines start, you don't always get the full kind of gist of a storyline. Um, so I'll hold judgment until, like, they kind of next week, their follow-up to this. What is their follow-up to this whole mess? Because they do need to clean it up after this. You have a big messy end as an exciting end to Dynamite. If you clean it up the next week, is fine. But if you continue with this convoluted shit, I will be uninterested. Yeah. It's kind of like give them a week to see... Because uh, they've earned that trust. It's weird. Like, AEW's booking has kind of burned that trust through previous examples of long-term storytelling. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no, wait and see. Um, but yeah, no, that was a really... For an episode of Dynamite that, on paper, was like one of their, you know, like kind of oh, their future for the pay, few it looks a bit weak. Really good. Really, really good. Very much enjoyed it. Um, is there oh, i have anything? to fucking watch it. Because I this yeah. one. Yeah. And There's then we question. talk about, we're like... <laughs> Oh, AEW, WWE, New Japan, all the sort of like. Oh, what's happening over in Impact? i regret checking because Bound for huh. Glory, their B- Bound for Glory, their biggest pay per view of the weekend was this weekend. Right, uh, Karen. Quick positives: oh, really? the inspiration showed up. Yes, um, they won the tag titles, right? They won the tag titles. Yeah, Jordan Grace won the digital media title. They have like some sort of like internet championship thing. Um, Braun Strowman didn't debut when he was reported to. Maybe he's on. Maybe he's there for TV tapings, and he's going to debut on TV. Um, but with the nickname, what was it, the Titan or something? Um, I mean, and then their biggest star, Josh Alexander. Sorry, let's go back. I just heard that. Whoa, what are your thoughts on Braun, Kieran? Um, um he probably you...
0: sits TNA more than AW, so yeah, sure, go for it, I guess. I don't know, yeah, yeah. But at the um, same time, man, he's going to make a lot less money in TNA, for like, he, he we're just going to forget price, about him, which is unfortunate. He
1: has a huge price. But then, one of the positives that I thought, I was like, oh, Josh Alexander, one of their like rising stars. He won the exhibition title and then he won the chance to fight Christian. Beat Christian in the main event. One of your hot young stars. But he's not, he, he's he's in his, but like one of the new stars, Josh Alexander, he used to tag with Ethan Page as the North. Really, really good wrestler. we was like, oh my God, he's actually won a belt. He beat Christian for the belt because apparently A.W. and Impact's relationship is kind of coming to an end, like a mutual end. Mm. Um... Did that but yeah. to
0: either one of them? That
1: just kind of happened. I can't remember. Uh, they got some that. cool stuff out of it, but like, as long as we have Suzuki, that's all I want from the forbidden door. <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah. Um, so Josh Alexander wins and it's a happy moment. And then Moose cashes in his last chance gauntlet. Moose. Gauntlet title thing to beat the new guy and win the title again. Oh.
0: Like,
1: what the f... Like, you build up a new start and then you have a Moose. Moose. Fucking cash in a belt, Oof. cash in his fucking contract and beat him. That's baffling booking. Like, baffling. Like, hmm. Josh Alexander was really, really good. And you could easily build a new star, a new company around the new star. Beating Christian as well. You know, that moment should have been, he should have had that moment, if you get me. Like, yeah, yeah. He beats Christian for the belt. Give him the moment. Let Moose cash in in like a couple of months. Have Moose like sit on it for a bit. Don't do it straight after the pay-per-view just because you think it's going to be a surprise pop. Like, and no, fuck, fuck, that. Like, that was because even though I don't watch Impact like religiously, your man uh, Josh Alexander has had some amazing matches. There's an hour, an hour long time limit draw the Indies he has, which is just insane. He's a he's a machine, and there was so much potential for storylines and booking around him in 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 Impact. And you kind of, when someone does that, you know, when someone. Loses a belt after, like, he, he had the shortest impact tire reign that damages people, doesn't it? Really, we've seen it in here with like money the bank cash ins and kind of short tire reigns, it does damage people long term. They're yeah, because you
0: just they, they're always forgotten about it, seems.
1: Yeah, why are they good? Exa- I mean, I can't put a finger on it, but what are the good examples in W maybe Barry Zach, like, uh, Zach, Zach Ryder? Ryder. Was that he lost the intercontinental
0: championship a day after he won it after us mainly? Yeah, because
1: Maurice came out. Um, like Baron Corbin's a good example, like. As bad as kind of bad as that is, a like he, he I don't mind Baron Corbin. He's like he's got good in ring stuff, but um, you kill him dead when you have him lose that like Impact title match. Um, yeah, no, sorry, not the Impact title. You sorry, I'm getting the two lines crossed. When you lose that um, Money in the Bank cash in with your Mahal and stuff, um, that was kind of like a career killer for him, um, and he struggled to recover from it. So yeah, um, yeah, over an Impact, there it seemed to be just doing Impact things. They may have changed the name, but they'll be TNA forever. Um, oh, yeah. I still
0: call them TNA. And it's been years since they changed it. So,
1: But, yeah. We've we've gone just over a nice one hour. And we've discussed a lot of oh. stuff. Um, AEW, very, very solid. WWE doing some good stuff. But also some confusing stuff. Um, but uh, Better than they yeah. have been, I'll say. Better, better than they have been. Let's hope they keep the role going. I highly doubt it. <laughs> we will not discuss anything. I think me and Kieran have both given up on NXT. Sadly, we might have a funeral for them next week. Um, I just can't get into it. It seems like a lot of their... Ciarán, it does seem like a lot of their all-guard, like O'Reilly, Ciampa and Gargano are on their way out. Sadly. Uh, it does really seem like they are really changing the script. Uh, any thoughts on that kind of... Champa will is fine a Halloween Havoc this week, looking like he might lose the belt to your man, Braun Breaker. Um They... Oh, wait, yeah, we need to discuss. Did you hear about MSK? You know MSK? uh the tag me, team, tag, tag team oh okay and um, machine <laughs> machine <laughs> machine, machine so breed kelly yeah uh, but no yeah. msk yeah um they're getting booed in the cwc apparently because years ago one of the tag team members tweeted that you know you're one easy mm-hmm. that she shouldn't be in the ring and her parents like got a lot of the crowd to like boo them when they debuted and now they're getting like turned heels by the crowd because their dad and their mom are telling people to boo them and like um someone like shouts something about one of their kids and like if like abuse about like one of their kids who was ill and like stuff like that just because he said that a 13 year old shouldn't be in a wrestling ring which is a fair point they did the same to like similar people who are in nxt that stuff was a bit, bit bit much yeah um so yeah no nxt seems to be uh seems to be changing very 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 fast but uh what are your thoughts on that? That kind of old guard kind of moving out and the new guard coming in.
0: I I guess it depends what the old guard go and do. They I, I don't know. NXT's kind of been a little dead for about a year, probably maybe a bit more.
1: I can see Champa going to the main roster. Um, I'm very very curious what the next takeover will be like. I'll
0: probably watch that.
1: I don't know if there's gonna it's gonna be called takeover. That's like, oh man. I don't have if NXT... Don't say that. NXT might be just completely dropping out. They might be changing stuff completely around, but uh, we'll see. But, um, yeah, I don't see Kyle O'Reilly and Gargano staying there for much longer. Uh, Kyle O'Reilly was, like, hunting in the woods in a promo this week uh, Mm. with a guy called Von Wagner. Um, Gargano is... Candice being pregnant leads me to believe that Gargano will sign a small extension, maybe. Because I don't Mm. think moving companies while Candice is pregnant is a good idea. Um... Just doesn't it sounds very, very convoluted. I'd say it's uh, you want you want kind of stability when you're like trying to have a I mean, child.
0: Do you he think he's going to move companies?
1: I don't think he'll. St- I don't know. His contract is up in December, like less than a, like, like a month and a half, third of December, apparently. Um, Gargano's contract expires. Maybe he does like Adam Cole sign a contract extension, um, has a feud with your man, uh, for the North American belt and then moves on. Uh, but you know, who knows? Um, but yeah, that's all the wrestling talk for this week. Uh, if we ever cover NXT, we'll 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 try. But uh, a lot of like AEW is taking up most of my time at the moment. But um, Kieran, any apart from Squid Game, any non wrestling recommend? Uh, sorry, or any wrestling, even wrestling, any recommendations this week for our fans? for our fans, our number one fan, um, Borat. I watched Borat the other day. That's a good
0: movie. I've seen it before. It's fucking funny. Um. What else do I got? Dune. Everyone go see Dune. I haven't seen it. I don't really want to see it, but I'd like it to do well. So,
1: yeah, yeah I think I've, I'm gonna heard, try and read the book. I've heard decent things about it from yeah, so friends who are awesome. movies. Yeah. Um, go watch James Bond. Um, oh, have you seen that? No, but I, well, I'm, I'm, I'm trying shocked to say you haven't that, seen that yet. I'm, I'm trying to say that to myself. I'm like, go watch it. I've just been honestly college work just needs to get done. Like over Christmas, I'm gonna get so much shit done that I haven't done because college is just consuming me um go out check out the college view sports section because i'm the head of there and it's taking away too much of my time so please go check out the articles there um but yeah um yeah no i heard the James Bond movie was really really good um how was rami malek in it i haven't seen it i oh, haven't seen it either Fuck oh um,
0: um but yeah no, I, don't I don't know because i haven't seen fucking any of them it feels like so
1: yeah, definitely. Um, but no, I've heard really, really good things. It's like, it's like fifth highest rated Bond film, on, or like it's really high rated on Rotten Tomatoes. I think right now. Hmm. Um, maybe that's because of the early stages. Maybe obviously, the longer the movie goes on, the like the ratings kinda I mean, um, kind of level out. It's been out like a month. Yeah, they're doing well. Um, Daniel Craig is one of like, he is a really, really good Bond. Um, like no matter what, like people like, there's a lot of kind of old souls that are like I I just, I know I've only watched mainly his films but Skyfall is a fantastic movie, one of my favourite movies is Skyfall so um, no, really good movie Um, any other recommendations? I watched a a documentary with a footballer called Paul Merson about gambling, Um, it's called Gambling and Me and it's about how gambling is just a really big kind of horrible disease that like it's really deep dive into the psyche of a gambler um, like scientifically and like he's lost like seven million pounds on gambling in his career Um, and it's just talking about like why he gambles and what happens Um, it's a really good insight into how gambling companies are kind of manipulating their users and like not helping them put in their personal like not you know what I mean like when they're like when he was talking about like a drink and drugs but he was talking about like gambling being like the worst addiction he's ever had and how betting companies kind of promote it and how like the government need to step in and kind of uh, put laws in to kind of uh, to kind of uh, stop uh, stuff like this happening because uh, you know it's a really really good insight. I can't do it just. It's an hour long documentary. There's a lot of sciencey stuff in it, but uh, it's really eye opening to like how betting companies get you in and draw you in. So it's on YouTube. If you ever get a chance to watch it, Palmers and Gambling and Me. Um, really really interesting. But uh, cool. no, that, that, that that's my recommendation. If you're into, um. Like kind of more the meets the eye stuff. Um, I love, I I'm watching a lot more documentaries these days, and learning a lot of stuff. So, but I'm like, uh, yeah, check that out. Um, anything else? Enjoy Halloween. Um, any tips for Halloween, Karen? Don't bring your dog outside. They get very of um, any 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 co- any costume? Are you gonna are you, are you are you dressing up this year? Well, Squid Game's is the easy one, isn't it? Because it's just the green tracksuit, like. Oh, um,
0: go with John Cena. That could be fun. Have a good time with that. Um, I don't know. I've never, I've never been that good at costumes. To be fair, maybe Jim, Jim from The Office. That seems like an alright one, pretty easy. Oh,
1: uh, yeah. Or Dwight, Dwight yeah. from The Office is oh, really geez. easy. a yellow shirt. And so imagine, yeah, get a little briefcase. But yeah, no. Um, enjoy Halloween. Stay safe. Uh, if yes. you're off for a reading week, enjoy. Have fun and, clubbing uh,
0: because we know that's gonna go away in like a month's time. So.
1: Yeah, I haven't been to any clubs, but uh, I'm not complaining. Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be back here when I can, but uh, no, it looks like people are having fun. Enjoy it while it lasts. Um, yeah. But well, yeah, um, Kieran, I think it's time to take it home um, oh on this very long, lethargic Monday morning. I'm going to go jump in the shower and then do some college work, so that's how my day is going to go. Um, so Kieran, you beautiful, beautiful soul, take us home.
0: Well, I have been your host, Kieran Brennan, with me is always, my co-host,
1: the man that genetics forgot rain who was just checking the text that he received sorry yes. the man that genetics forgot rain uh thank you for joining us we love you all and as we say at the end of every episode of the Hollyerson
0: podcast never give up
1: never give up hashtag <laughs> hashtag john Cena.